there, welcome to episode 12 of the Owl and Badger podcast. My name is Tim and I'm joined by my very good friend Helen and we are two Christians who are seeking to understand current events through a biblical worldview. We want to encourage our listeners to apply critical thinking to news and current events as together we seek to live for Christ. So Helen, how are you doing? I'm okay, thank you. I've had a little bit of a cold so I might sound a bit croaky I'll uh, try my best okay okay well brilliant it's been boiling hot as well today hasn't it it's like I've been baking in this amazing heat yeah, which has it's been lovely it's been great um but yeah really uh yeah enjoying the good weather um look this this episode we thought we'd do a review of a new film called What is a Woman? And uh, we both have watched this film and highly recommend it. So we thought it'd be useful to just talk about it in in the podcast and hopefully um, encourage those of you who are listening to seek out the film and watch it because we think it's really worth a watch. Um, So Helen, Matt Walsh, he's the guy who's um, produced and and made the film. Who who is Matt Walsh for, for those perhaps who haven't heard of him? Yeah, well, I hadn't heard of him that long ago. Um, I've listened to him quite a bit recently. He's a, a writer, a speaker, and an author who is well known, probably particularly in America, for boldly tackling tough subjects and for speaking out, particularly on faith and culture. Oh wow! Yeah, he's uh, he's one of the, he's one of these. Um... One of these characters who doesn't seem to be afraid to stick his head above the parapet, does he? No. Yeah, he's he's definitely uh, not afraid to say what he thinks and to explore topics that are tricky. Yeah. Um, and um, it, it's interesting, isn't it, that we do get um, a lot of these types of people coming from the States where there seems to be much more of a, a broad spectrum of, of views um, which, yeah, we, we don't see that quite so much over here, do we? We're, we're much more, um, uh, I don't know, what's the word? Cautious, I think. Um, but yeah, he's, he's an interesting guy. And uh, he's just released this film, as we said, called What is a Woman? And um, some of the blurb about the film says this, it's the question you're not allowed to ask. The document. The documentary they don't want you to see. Join Matt Walsh on his often comical yet deeply disturbing journey as he fiercely questions the logic behind gender ideology that has taken aim at women and children. And the whole film is about answering the question, what is a woman? Um, Yeah, so, but before we kind of, we were going to talk a little bit about the film without, without, hopefully spoiling it uh, for anybody but why 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 is this important why why is this a, a thing we should be tackling and wrestling with what do you reckon Helen well I think it's it's really important on the face of it what is a woman it shouldn't be a difficult question to answer it shouldn't I don't see why you need a hour and a half film or whatever to try to answer the question but it seems to be a question of our time and um a subject which is is sparking um, lots of debate in in our culture. Um, I mean, there's there's a whole number of examples of things that have been in the news recently. Um, 
loss of women's spaces, uh, particularly um, issues around changing rooms and um, bathrooms, the issue of transgender women in sport, that's been topic certainly in our media recently. Um, then cancel culture, people like JK Rowling, who has got herself in trouble by uh, affirming womanhood and and um, saying things that some people don't like. Uh, the issue in schools, uh, gender ideology seems to have become quite a big thing in schools. Um, teaching children about how many, I've lost count, I think it's over 100 genders now. Um, so all, all of these issues which are being talked about in the media and discussed in different ways um, Yeah. around this issue of women and um, what that word actually means. It, it is a it, it is like you say it is a slightly sort of crazy place to be in terms of this isn't uh, let's say 10 years ago even or well, less than that probably but, but at least you know 10 years ago we would not even be contemplating that this is a question that would need asking let alone <laughs> let alone answering um but I mean you know it's, it's it, we've we've had MPs getting themselves tied up in knots um for example and this is no particular particular political persuasion by the way in, in case you're, you're wondering um, but Keir Starmer um, was um, he, he said that it was it was wrong for Rosie Duffield an MP to say that only women have a cervix so just to be clear Rosie Duffield MP said only women have a cervix and Keir Starmer said it was wrong for her to say that in what fact, what would she know as a woman? What would she know about well, having I, a cervix? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I mean, who would have thought? Who, who, you, yeah, I know. It's uh, it almost makes you um, yeah, your mind boggles, doesn't it? But anyway, Keir Starmer was on the Andrew Marr show, and he, uh, he Andrew Marr said, you know, is it transphobic to say only women have a cervix? And Keir Starmer couldn't really answer that easy question. He said, it is something that shouldn't be said. Um, so, yeah, it's even in our political um, life, unfortunately, we have those at the top of our political parties who seem to be unable to answer that question. What is a woman? But it's not limited to political parties, sadly, is it, Helen? No. Well, you're telling me earlier that apparently there's a question in the church now yeah sadly not yeah. really sure about what a woman is yeah and again you know this whenever we talk about these things we are careful and we have to be um realizing that when we're talking about the church in this case we are talking about sections of the church but when the Church of England is in the news, it can sometimes be seen as that speaking for the whole whole of the church by people outside of the church, which is, you know, understandable. But um, apparently um, uh, the Church of England is starting to struggle to define what a woman is. A bishop has even said that the, the, the word used to be evident, what it means, the word woman, but due to complexities associated with gender identity, it no longer uh, is the case. In fact, uh, this particular bishop, the, the Right Reverend Robert Innes, uh, bishop in Europe, 
He said there's no official definition of, of woman, which reflects the fact that until fairly recently, definitions of this kind were thought to be self-evident as reflected in the marriage liturgy. And he added that the church has begun to explore the complexities associated with gender identity. And uh, at this point, um, Jane Ozan, who uh, sits on the, or sat on the government's LGBT plus advisory panel, he she said that... Um, the question that was asked uh, by Mr. Kendry uh, was was passive aggressive and designed to upset the LGBT plus community. And and the question that Mr. Kendry asked is simply, what is the Church of England's definition of a woman? And that was deemed a passive aggressive question by Jane Ozan. Um, so. Unfortunately and and sadly, we we see the Church of England start to get itself in knots over something which, well, until recently was was really straightforward. And I I think we both say Helen, you and me, wouldn't we, that it's still straightforward. I think it's fairly straightforward. I thought we were supposed to be following the science. Um, I've studied science <laughs> for quite a number of years, and uh, I recall it being fairly straightforward from a scientific point of view. Yeah, I, th I think we follow the science when it's convenient to follow the science and we follow emotions when it's convenient to follow emotions. Um, that seems to be um, what the the cultural narrative dictates, doesn't it? Mm. Um, but look, the thing is, why, why should we be engaging in this? That's a good question to ask, isn't it? Yeah, it is, it is a good question. I think primarily the most important thing is the issue of truth. And um, certainly that's what we're wanting to... To always look at what is the truth and what does the Bible say about how and why we were created. Um, I think it's also important because we want there to be secure environments for our children um, and we want to shine a light where there is where there is darkness and where there's harm being done mm. and I think this issue um, as we'll talk about in a bit is it, it, there is great harm being done there is there is um and you know i've i've said this in in other places and I've maybe you've said this on a previous podcast i think as well but but for for my for my boys when when they come home from from school um it is an eye-opener understanding some of the stuff they are told at school which comes under this this banner and it clearly is not truth. In fact, they're being told lies. And, you know, we are having to undo that at home. And um, But that's, unfortunately, the reality of the situation that we, that we find ourselves in. But I think it's really important to, to realise that this issue of um, what is a woman, this question, is so important because it has at its core this very key foundation which is truth in other words what is true and what isn't true um and i think it's kind of yeah it's a pointer on the towards the direction we're going in because truth is so important isn't it um as, as christians it's worth uh, reminding ourselves that in the creation account in genesis we see this binary all through that account, we've got light and dark, we've got day and night, we've got land and sea, we've got earth and heavens, we've got human and animal, male 
and female, creator and created. There is this amazing binary and that binary is truth. And we we can't get away from that and we're trying to distort that. And it's that that oldest trick in the book. Did God really say that? And it's tripped up men and women ever since, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's that unfortunately is is the case. Um but the Bible says God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So that is what we're told. God created us in his image. He created us male and female, all of us in his image. And I think what the world is trying to say is that, and particularly to young people, which I think this is what particularly distresses me, is that you have no God-given identity and, and therefore no, no real worth. Instead, you can be whatever you want to be. There are no boundaries. Mm. Mm. And, 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 the, and the, the question is, if there's no boundaries, where does that end? Where, where, mm. where, 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 where do you find the new boundary? Because if you remove one boundary, there's going to be another boundary, but you now no longer know where that is. And that's incredibly dangerous. And you see, sadly, the the, the, the fallout. Mm. I think it's, it's very it's, it's mm. very disorientating. I think for young people as well, Hugely. identity is a huge issue, particularly for teenagers when they're going through so much. They're going through puberty, hormones all over the place, and and understandably questioning, you know who they are as they're growing up in towards adulthood making all sorts of decisions about um, their future and so what they really need in that time is stability clear boundaries to feel a sense of identity and self-worth to know who they are and to be supported in in exploring that and what that means for them as they approach adulthood the last thing in the world they need is um, the complete opposite of that, which is what we're now doing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, totally, totally agree. Um, and I, it, it's worth, I think, just just saying that there is a difference between accepting that that we have um, we have we have truth that is very clearly defined outside of what we think. It's it's objective truth. Uh, you don't have to agree with it. Not agreeing with it doesn't diminish the fact that it's true. It's true whether you like it or not. That's really important. And at the same time, if you're struggling with that truth, as people clearly do, then that's okay. But that shouldn't diminish what is clearly true. The The, the way to actually support people who struggle with the truth is not to diminish the truth is to work with them and support them and help them through whatever they're going through so that they can come to that understanding and acceptance of truth mm. um there, there is no other way to do this and when when you start saying well what's true for you isn't true for me i mean 
that's a very dangerous place to be. But that's where we're at at the moment, isn't it? Sadly. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I think um, there's a, a, a great book by Stephen McAlpine called Being the Bad Guys. And uh, in it, uh, and I'm going to paraphrase him here slightly, but I wanted to reference him because he came up with this. He said, ultimately, the rapid rejection of binary in our culture, at least in Western culture, will both destroy and be used to destroy those who have been created in the image of God. And this is why this is so important. Um, this is why we wanted to do this review of this, I think, brilliant film by Matt Walsh, um, because it helps us to understand what's happening, and it we've got to we've got to have an understanding of that to, to stand for what is right and stand for the truth. Should we should we get on to actually doing a review of the film without hopefully giving any kind of. Uh, <laughs> any spoilers giving too much you, away I mean it, it's, it's, it's I didn't know what to expect I have to be honest I mean I knew I knew kind of the basic premise when I when I started to watch it but I had no idea what his style was I'd never uh, I had never listened to him speak before um, I, I knew of him uh, over things like Twitter and, and reading some of his writing through his blogs and stuff but I'd never seen him before but he's really he's he's good isn't he he comes across he's really good. well he's very watchable yeah. he's very watchable he he's he's um yeah he's got he's a great very beard. restrained as well actually because he does some really tricky interviews and i was quite impressed you know knowing that he feels very passionately about this subject he was very careful to he, he <laughs> some of his interviews he just had to keep drawing people back to the question what is a woman yeah and he wouldn't be drawn into arguing with them or anything he just wanted them to tell him to answer the question i know i know and it's uh wow yeah you've got it you i mean basically you've got Take our word for it. It's a great film. Yeah, go, and watch, go and watch it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's actually really very entertaining, isn't it? Oh, as it, well it's as very, being very funny. a very serious yes. subject, but it is very entertaining as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so he has this kind of the, the thing that, it, like Helen says, running through the film is is this question: What is a woman? And he speaks to a whole range of different people from different sides of the the, the debate on that. Um, and he's uh, one one guy is a shopkeeper, hasn't he? He's, he's what's he? Don. Don. He's, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a legend. Very straight talking, um, and uh, yeah, he kind of just says it as it is. But they but interestingly, you 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 get a hint of the 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 language that is used, like like ter- I mean to be honest, terms I've not heard heard before, phrases I've not heard before, like gender assigned at birth. And gender affirmation. It's like <laughs> that was news to me, <laughs> but clearly this is you know these are terms that 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 are, that are used now. Yeah. So I think the idea is that um, someone makes a decision at birth. So gender is assigned at birth, um, which it seems to be used in terms of well, they may have made a mistake. Um, it's not straightforward, but they've just kind of made a decision one way or the other and assigned a gender. 
but that may or may not be right. And then, you know, the child may come to realize in a few years time that, oh, the agenda that I was assigned at birth was not correct. Yeah. And it's it. And this word gender, it, it goes alongside the concept of biological sex, doesn't it? it? It's it's added in as a separate layer to I ultimately add, I think, very simplistic terms, but add a layer of confusion to the whole issue, which wasn't there. Well, as this has only been added fairly recently, really, in the mainstream. Yeah, um, I think that comes up in the film, doesn't it? Where actually it's not a terribly helpful term. That biological sex is very clear. It's a scientific term, male or female, and and gender is a lot more vague, and actually goes into the realms of um, personality and you know masculine traits what we what we traditionally think of as more masculine traits more feminine traits and women can have some traits that are seen to be more masculine and the other way around and we're there's there's great diversity within what has always been female and what has always been male and that to me is a that's a good thing exactly exactly and 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 it's kind of that that classic thing of of taking a um taking the lesser thing and making it into the main thing so for example you might say you know grow if you're, if you're a girl and you like climbing trees and you like riding around on a bike and you like playing football historically people might have referred to you as a tomboy hmm. but you're still a girl yeah and and that's okay because that's you know fine. you grow up be you grow up into a woman and you're a woman and that's fine and but the, it, but now we take those things and we make them into the main thing, and we say, well, you know, maybe, maybe you're not, maybe you're, you're actually a boy in a girl's body, and yeah. it's like what? <laughs> well, when when I grew up, I w- I was quite like that. I grew up on a farm. I loved being outside. I loved getting dirty. I loved driving tractors. Um, I was. I've, very I've heard good you at good at reversing at tractors. I'm very good at reversing chapters. I've heard rumours. No, I'm very good at reversing chapters. Oh, yeah. Very good with my mirrors. Yeah. Are you better than your sisters at reversing I'm chapters? very much better than my sister, yes. Wow. I am, okay. indeed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, controversial. Um, and I was good at maths. So at school, I was always competing with the boys because boys tended to be better at maths or be the ones who are good at maths. And... Um, and I loved that, and I always wanted to beat the boys. So it was it, it was the same at school, out of school. But never at any point did anyone say to me, oh, do you think that maybe maybe you're a boy trapped in a girl's body? <laughs> <laughs> it, nev- it never occurred to me. Why, why can I not do those things just because generally boys tend to do those things? That's fine. Yeah. I'm a girl, but that's yeah. fine. I can do those things. Yeah, and and it, and and it is possible to to have to hold these kind of things in the correct tension, isn't it? And yeah. and and you know think yeah, and that's okay. I mean, there's a great there's a great um, there's loads of great things in the film, but but there's one one bit near the beginning where he's talking to a um, a uh, in quotes marriage counselor, and uh, Matt Walsh asks uh, the question. He says, "What is a woman?" and um, the marriage counsellor goes, hmm, yeah, great question. I'm not a woman, so 
I can't answer that. <laughs> and I was watching that, thinking, no, you you look like a woman, you yeah. sound like a woman. <laughs> I think she probably was. <laughs> I mean, and that's 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 a that's a, a marriage counsellor saying that. Um, but there we go. Yeah, I mean, let, let's move on. So, well, I mean, one of the things was he seeks after truth, doesn't he? W- w- just tell us a bit about that part, Helen. Oh, when he goes to um, see a professor. Yes, the, the, yeah. nutty, the nutty professor. <laughs> so he thought, thought it was a good idea to go to an educational establishment to find someone, you know, a professor who works in this realm and um, on, I don't know, I'm not sure, gender studies or something like that. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> this professor, he was not impressed with his questioning. He objected to the word truth Um when Matt Walsh was was saying that that's what he wanted to get to was to get to the truth, he said that that was condescending and rude, and was deeply transphobic. Um, he uh, honestly, the number of times that Matt Walsh must have asked the question, "But can you tell me what is a woman?" and he would say, "A woman is someone who says they are a woman," and then he'd say, "But what is a woman?" Yeah, you do that 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 circular definition just thing of just round just going round. round and round in circles. Um, and I think that that's often a sign, isn't it? Is is when is when the argument lacks depth, which I believe um, this is what Matt Walsh is unearthing here. You end up going around in circles, and it becomes almost self-defeating, mm. and it's it's quite something to watch. I mean, it must. Yeah. It must. I was wondering, watching the film, I was thinking, I wonder what the people being interviewed by Matt Walsh thought of the film. <laughs> I can't imagine them being, you know, too happy. And and the point is, it's not. It's not about making them personally look bad at all. I mean, that if they do look bad, it's because of the answers they give. Mm. But yeah, it it is. It is quite. It is quite. Quite something. Um, yeah, and. Let's let's see. I mean, what else does he do? He, he does. Um, he, 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 interestingly, he, he goes he goes abroad, doesn't he? He travels abroad to uh, to Africa. He visits the Maasai tribe, who um, and and this is it's a very amusing part of the film um, when he's so one of the Maasai chaps is translating for him because he wants to ask the elder or the tribe tribe elder. Um, these questions around gender um so he asked them about the the roles of men and women and they're very clear that that men don't do the roles of women if you're a man you do the jobs that the man's jobs and the women do the jobs the women do and they ask him so you know if you're a man and you want to be a woman um and at this point they they start to just they just don't really know what to say because it's not something they encounter. I know it. It's quite it's quite something to watch, and and you you watch that and and you kind of think it feels like it feels like almost the self destruction of the West yeah. as a as a as a culture. I mean, it's quite something really to think that these these kind of questions have to be asked now and questions that have a very easy answer. 
are not answerable by people who should know better. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, he he get yeah. Let's talk through some other bits in here because he he taught, he covers a lot of things, doesn't he? He does cover female athletes and um, yeah. the fact you know trans gender athletes always winning. Um, yeah, that that was quite. I, I thought that was quite a powerful part in the film mm. where he interviews. He interviews a girl athlete who, I don't know, she's probably in her early 20s and she was describing what it's been like going through college, doing everything to become an elite athlete and working so hard to shave, you know, just fractions of a second off her time. And then two transgender athletes come in and she says every time they will, they'll come first and second every time. Mm. So mm. I'm going into competition knowing the only place I can ever come is third. Um, and all this work, all these years of work, what's the point? Yeah. What's, what's the point? And it, it's really, really upsetting. Yeah. And again, this this is all all sitting on this, this, this question, what is a woman, which sits on what is truth? What is truth? What is objective truth? Mm. Or what are we just going to make up to suit whatever current narrative is in vogue um and it runs yeah, and it runs through the film doesn't it it does and, and one of those areas where the the truth is someone born a male biologically male is physiologically different to someone born female mm. so they will they will be as an athlete they're going to be stronger faster they're, they're going to beat the women athletes every time and they don't even have to be a particularly amazing athlete in the male category they could be a mediocre sportsman but compete against the women and they'll win yeah 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 and and, and where does that road lead that road leads to there being no women's sport exactly it exactly it it's just yeah it's it's such a, a tragic thing that we it's kind of got to this point and and he also delves into a little bit of the kind of the dark and is dark history behind this with people like Kinsey and, and Money um, yeah. and, and evil men. Re really, really um, Let's call it for what dark. it is. Yeah. And um, the fact that their experiments and their methodology has largely been adopted by the lobbies that pursue this gender ideology now. Yeah. And it's 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 built on evil, sadly, but not surprisingly. Not, this isn't talked about, is it? And this no, is what it's not. I, I didn't know about about this at all. And listening to the lady, I think she's called Dr. Grossman, who was um, explaining where this came from, and these men who um, who I think from the film it appears they had quite an agenda. One mm. of them in particular. Um, you know, quite a um, wanted to dispel. You know, the Christian foundation of mm. society, effectively. Yeah. Um, and 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 they were flawed scientists. Not only were what they did and the experiments they did that were cruel and um, terribly damaging to the children that they abused, effectively, um, but their science was flawed, and yet still it's used as the basis for this whole ideology and it's and it, 
you're not allowed to question it. No. It's outrageous. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is. It is quite. It is quite. It is quite something. So, so there are, like we said before, that the, a lot of the film is quite comical, and in in, in not insofar <laughs> insofar as its delivery, but there are elements of the film which are, I was going to say, quite dark. That's wrong, but they but they cover dark topics like yeah. uh, Kinsey and and money, um, and yeah, it's it, it's good to know that. It's good to know the basis from where this comes from. Uh, but it's it's not uh, it's not sadly um, it's not sadly surprising really. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's also the fact of you know talking about how young children can be when um, they're apparently making decisions about you know whether they're a boy or a girl, um, and that's quite that's quite a, an eye opener when he's talking to a pediatrician. And the pediatrician is is kind of saying, well, yeah, I just want to listen and hear hear the the child's story and where they're at, and encouraging the child to basically decide for themselves whether they think they're a boy or whether they think they're a girl. I mean, it's crazy. And mm-hmm. and they and this lady, you, she often uses the term pediatrician to try and justify her crazy and very damaging, to put it mildly. Mm-hmm. approach to to children it's quite terrible but then yeah. they, it gets it gets a point where he talks about a drug doesn't he and she doesn't like that at no, all she doesn't like the terminology <laughs> no no that's a very very telling part of the documentary i think very telling um but yeah i mean okay what else have we got on here um well on on what that particular lady was saying i mean that was where they were talking about puberty blockers and oh, of course um, yeah that's and i true. think these you know that's been in the news somewhat in in this country as well and i know the use of them in this country rocketed and i'm sure it was this particular lady who said that effectively you it, it's to to stop or um you know, arresting puberty. So the earlier, like almost the earlier pause, they're used, it? the better. Yeah. yeah. She said it's completely reversible, but then there are plenty who are saying that's not true at all mm. because you're giving these hormones to to children who are at the point where their body should be going through massive development. So it's not possible to just stop it altogether. The child still has to grow. Um and apparently there can be huge consequences. Well, we don't know the long-term effects, do we? Because this is another experiment that we've not gone down very far down the road yet. So who knows where... Well, we're on a roll. I mean, who needs long-term yeah. data on anything these days? Yeah. You know, let's just... Not let's important, just, Not is important, it? no. Long, long-term consequences don't matter, no. apparently. But even in the short term, they're aware of things like osteoporosis, sexual dysfunction, incomplete development... Um, and even apparently in the film, it said that in Canada, these drugs can be administered without parental consent. Yes, yes, which is which is where this is all kind of slowly heading in a kind of yeah meandering, slowly moving river type way. But everything is heading in that direction where consent information is is removed from the family and 
it's the breakdown of the family and it's a breakdown of of society and and as christians we've got to um and we can do this is good news we can do something about this we we can help one another um stand for truth we need to be we need to be clear about what truth is we need to be unashamed of the truth um we can be bold and courageous with the truth and we need to help one another in that i think i think that's really really important and why because that's where that's what the church is there to do it's it's a body of people standing for truth truth of who Mm. god calls us to be and who's what god says we are yeah absolutely there's there's one um one of the people in the film, which I think anyone watching it would think, oh my goodness, they're so courageous in speaking out. Um, so this person's called Scott now, mm-hmm. and um, Scott talks about their journey through um, through transition to become a man, although you know, saying, I will never be a man. So I think, uh, what what did he say? Um, he'd been through multiple operations, um, had complications, gets constant infection, mm-hmm. and probably won't live much longer, I think, what, probably in, in their 40s. Yeah, that's um, what this, he looked about that age bracket. About that age. Absolutely tragic. But now he speaks out and saying, you know, this is this is wrong, and especially doing this to children. That I mean, he used the words butchering. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this surgery, and and he said it wasn't explained to him what the the risks were and um, how common it is for the side effects or the surgery to go wrong. Um, and he said that seven to ten years after surgery is when transgender people are most suicidal mm, it's awful isn't it it's so really sad it's sad. so sad um yeah that is quite that is quite a, a quite a telling testimony in 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 the documentary isn't it yeah um and it's very emotional very um yeah it's ru- ruined ruined his life it has it has and he's he's an amazing guy to to be willing to stand up and say yeah this is this is wrong um and this is you know i'm in this place but i don't want other people to be in this place and again this comes back to as christians why we should stand for truth and within church we should be really um we should be willing to to do that and just going back to the athlete section there was um, another athlete he was uh, matt walsh was was interviewing who uh, it was a bit like a witness protection thing where she was you know, just a silhouette, big, and her voice was changed because she didn't want to be identified because she knew if she was identified, and she was speaking out against transgender um, athletes, that she would, she was really worried that she wouldn't get a job, wasn't she? Um, she said she'd lose her career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd be she'd be handed out, and uh, and it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't yeah. be that way. That you know, a functioning society does not um, function well when it stifles um, proper debate and it decides uh, to ditch objective truth and fill it with subjective nonsense instead. Um, yeah, that's a bad, bad place to be. Um, yeah, the other thing that um, that 
uh, that Scott, when uh, they were talking, said about which it which again is rarely talked about is that there's a huge amount of money being made by the big pharmaceutical companies Mm -hmm. um in particularly in america with the surgery Mm. um with the drugs uh you know that's that's that they're powerful companies they are they are they have a lot of money and they're powerful lobby groups Yes. No. So it's important we recognise that, you know, this is uh, an issue on quite a big scale. That's right. That's right. And I, th- I think it's, it's, again, we just want to encourage those of you who are listening to think these things through for yourself. You know, watch the, watch the film, um, you know, read, read about it, curate your own viewpoint based on the information uh, that you take in but above all above all hold it up to the lens of of scripture what what the mm. bible says what the what the underlying principles that run right throughout the bible about who god says men and women are um of who we are in christ jesus um and what we're called to hold it up to that lens and view it through that uh, and be willing to stand for the truth because we all you know if we're if we do agree with what truth is we need to be willing to to stand for that and and the best way to do that is help one another isn't it because yeah. it's quite lonely if you're just doing that on your own yeah, um, yeah definitely i think that's really really important um anything else on this one so we bring it into land um i think one of the things that's important to to remember particularly with young people is that um that they are vulnerable mm. and um that we need to have compassion where people are confused people are looking for identity um i believe looking for community looking for meaning and purpose in their lives and unfortunately are being drawn into particularly online communities and that comes out in the film where you know suddenly they're offered a new identity or this is something you can belong to that can accept you or you can you know be whoever whoever you want to be and i think that's where we've got a message which is is so important um which is that that every young person every person is created by god in his image Mm -hmm. is loved by god is valuable and unique and already has a unique identity um and that's what we need to encourage people with and and god of course he he loves them and he longs for relationship with them and he wants to transform them into more of who he created to be, them to be <laughs> yeah that is that is such a great point helen that is such a great point because number one it's totally true and number two it's so encouraging because we have this we have this identity in christ don't we and who God has called us to be. And that's who each one of us wants to be transformed into. And being transformed into something else is taking us away from that, isn't it? And we want to avoid that and help one another avoid that and perhaps those who are going down that route to to pull them back, Um, to say, you know, that's that's the wrong way that's a better way it's not yeah Yeah. um and 
this is this is why whilst this is what enables us to I guess cope with the rather rather bizarre world situation we find ourselves in because you know as we said before if we were going to suddenly time walk back 10 years and we said to one another do you know what in 10 years time you're going to be talking about this you're going to be talking about this we'd be looking at each other going what <laughs> what on earth has happened will have happened to the world to 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 make it so crazy that those things would be part of our everyday conversation but here we are we are talking about these things, but we don't lose hope because there is hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, without Christ, there is no hope, um, frankly. But yeah. praise God, Jesus is alive. So, yeah, we'd encourage you to watch the film. Where, where can you? Where can we find it? Well, it is behind a paywall, um, but it's it, look up the Daily Wire. We'll put the link, won't we, in the yeah, we'll put show the, notes. That's one. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, you know, why not invite a few friends around? You could share the cost of doing it and and watch it. It's it's just definitely worth watching. Um, if you can't, then you can get, there is a book as well. Matt Walsh has written a book, which I'm going to get. Um, goes into quite a lot more detail, I think. Oh, okay. So it's that at least worth, worth reading. getting that. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it's de- definitely, definitely worth watching. Don't, don't watch it with... I wouldn't watch it with children. No, I wouldn't watch uh, it with young children. No, no. no. If you got watch maybe... it, watch it first. Yes, and then you know, if you've got particularly teenagers at school, you know, it could be appropriate for to watch with them and then to talk about the issues. Yes, because if the if or, or yeah, absolutely, and or maybe parts of it because there, there's certainly yeah. parts in the film which are which would be an amazing toolkit for teenagers to have going into school and facing some of the ridiculous scenarios that are um, put their way in, in the school day. And, and this may help them um, work through that in a way that's helping them. And if they're brave enough to say something, which should be even better. But yeah. um, look, I just want to finish with this uh, verse from uh, Jude, just to encourage you. And uh, Jude is a little book towards the end of the New Testament. And it's... Um, Uh, very hard hitting uh, and super good and it's super good because it's God's word anyway it says this dear friends although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share I felt I had to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints and that's what we need to do we need to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints it's done the faith isn't changing. We've not got a new version of it. We've not got add-ons. Once we're all entrusted to the saints, and we need to contend for that. We need to contend for truth. It's uh, it's an important thing to stand for, and as Christians, we should encourage one another to do that. What do you reckon, Helen? Definitely. Amen to that. Amen to that. And on that, amen. We'll end and uh, see you or. Yeah, see you. That's not the right word, is it? You know what I mean. See you next time uh, <laughs> you next for time. next episode. Yeah. All right, bye. Yep, bye. The Owl and the Badger. <laughs>